right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt, host of the Daily Juice Podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Harris 80 Matt, what's up? Well, it's week 15. Yeah. And we're trying to close hard here. Four and one, four and one, eight and two, 80% over the last two weeks. Can't beat it. So we're hot. Now, can we end the year hot is the question. That's right. And we've got, I, I'll, I'll call it an outside chance to finish in the money. We're probably going to need another four and one week, maybe even a five and a oh week, but we're in there now. There are two weeks left in the DraftKings Pro Pick'em Championship, and we have to take a bye in one of the two weeks. And We'll talk about it, but man, I hate this slate. I I hate this slate. I do not have any game that I'm like, really going to pick. So maybe you feel strongly about it. We'll see. But in my mind, man, if you can convince me that this is not the week to take a bye, then I will be impressed. But let's get into it. We're going to go through every game on the slate as we always do. And again, let's. Matt said we went four and one last week. We hit on the Rams laying five and a half to the Patriots. Again, that was a Thursday night one. Matt tweeted out. I hope you were following him again at Sports Talk Matt. Kudos to Matt, who was all over that game last <laughs> week. It was like pounding on the table and to the extent he broke a Peraltism, which is never ever bet on a favorite laying five and a half, but we did. And it worked out. We also hit on the Bucks laying six and a half to the Vikings, the Colts laying three and a half to the Raiders, and the Ravens laying one and a half to the Browns in a pretty entertaining game. The only loss we had was the Steelers getting two and a half from the Bills, which, Matt, I don't know about you, a minute left in the first half, I was feeling really good about that bet. Yeah. Like I, I, I thought that that was going to be one that we were going to walk away with. And then the second half, man, the Bills just totally adjusted and the Steelers weren't able to do anything about it. So... Four and one, whatever. Again, we've got one bye week left to go. So we may do it this week. We may do it next week. We'll have to see. But I don't know, Matt. I want to see what you've got. So start us off. Let me know. Uh, give me a pick that uh, you're feeling kind of good about this week. All right. So, you know, one of the benefits of doing these contests is that I'm in a bunch of other contests. So I can bring some of the picks that I already have locked in or I know that we're going to take in those contests and bring it to our contest. It's kind of how it's worked out where my bets and the contest picks have kind of run similarly. Yep. So these are three picks that we're going to use this week. There's no real particular order for it, but we can start with my team because it's my team. Mm-hmm. And I think the world is wrong about where the Dolphins are right now. I think the Dolphins are banged up. I think it's a rookie quarterback. I'm getting two and a half points for the Patriots in a massive bounce back spot. Patriots, I believe, will win this game outright. I'm taking the Patriots plus two and a half. You know, I I like this game, and it it was one of the few that was on my list of like, yeah, I kind of feel this way. I mean, if you anytime you're giving me Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback, I'm always like, yeah, all right, fire that up. The Dolphins are just decimated in yeah. the end. I mean. Uh, Mike Asiki did return to practice, but I can't imagine he's going to play. I don't know what's going on with the running back situation. I don't think Miles Gaskin is going to get to play. Devontae Parker is there. He's not at 100%. There's no Jakeem Grant. It's just kind of a mess. You've got the Patriots coming off a pretty embarrassing loss and a long layoff here where they can kind of lick their wounds and get back into it. Whether or not they're still mathematically alive for a playoff spot doesn't really matter. I think they're going to come out, but... Matt, the one thing is, I don't really feel like I have a great read on this team. I feel like you have. You you know when they're going to play well. You know when they're not. Why do you think they're going to play well here? I mean, is it just that, that, you know, buying low, selling high type of thing or what? 
Well, it's that, but it's it's one, the extra time. Two, it's the fact that I think the Patriots' defense, much like the way that they beat the Chargers, they confuse rookie quarterbacks like no end. I mean, they beat the Chargers 45 nothing. Tua, I don't think Tua is the guy. My biggest fear in this game is that Ryan Fitzpatrick gets inserted at halftime and the Patriots lose. So if Tua's in the game for all four quarters, if Brian, if Brian Flores is going to be, this is my guy, I'm riding Tua to the end, and I'm not going to do what I did in the Denver game where Denver totally befuddled him and then yeah. they pulled him out, I, I, I think the same thing happens here. I think he doesn't have his weapons. If you look at some of the yarded separations for the receivers, the Dolphins are like, like dead last in separation right now, and that's when they're healthy, and they're not healthy at all. You got a good secondary for the Patriots. You got, look, anytime you tell the Patriots the year is over, this is where they win. This is where they rise up, and they've already beaten the Dolphins once this year. So I know, historically speaking, everyone's going to use the stat that I think it's one in four over the last five straight up for the Patriots in Miami over the last five years. Or sorry, in December or later, uh, over the last five meetings. Yep. I get it. This is a game the Patriots normally lose. But I just think this is a game where you've got too many injuries for, for Miami. They can't move the football on good defenses, and they rely on their defense to turn the football over. But mostly it's with interceptions. As long as the Patriots don't fumble the football away, I think they find creative ways to move the ball on the Dolphins, and I think everyone thinks the, the Patriots are done. And yeah. plus two and a half, give me the Patriots. Yeah, I mean it's again, it's one of the games that I have on my yeah. All right, I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not totally against it, which is surprising because sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, this is one where I could roll with, and you're like, nah, man, I'm on the other side. So that's that's something where I think we put in the consensus generally split fifty five percent. On Miami, but the consensus spread is one and a half right now, not two and a half. So, you know, I, I, I'm fine with it. I think it's a, a good bounce back spot for the Pats. And again, I trust Bill Belichick, although Flores is is a fine coach. But here, yeah, we don't we don't love Tua. We don't, uh, especially without the weapons, I think it's a, a decent one. I'll start. Oh, with... so you do, you do have games. Oh, oh, you just want to go. You can go. I don't. If you don't I have games, I, was... I have games. So it just depends you know on what, what games you go. You go with a couple. Then All right. you, you start with yours because it is true. Like, I'm essentially forcing myself to pick one or two. But you go ahead with a couple. And okay. then when you run out, I will throw maybe a couple of light leans I have if you haven't covered them already. Go yeah, ahead. there's three. There's three okay. games that, that, that I, I'm yep. comfortable playing. I think this newfound Mitchell Trubitsky's a good quarterback thing is hysterical. I think this is like fool's gold to the 10th degree fool's gold. So the Houston Texans are trash. They are done. They are awful. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, could Trubisky have a chance to start? Could he be back next year? This is incredible. The Vikings are going to kill the Bears this weekend. This is, this is going to be, I think the Vikings are going to wipe the field with Chicago this weekend and because they got something to play for. The Bears got nothing to play for. And the second that you give Trubisky any love or anything of a praise, it's when this dude falls on his face. Laying three and a half, I don't care. Vikings minus three and a half over the Bears big. So I had five games, Matt. Five games where I was like, I have a lean on these games. I don't love these games, but I have a lean on them. And the rest legitimately fell into, um, these are toss-ups. If Matt has like a strong feeling on them, I'll be able to be talked into it. But not something where I'm definitely going after. And you have picked two of the ones where <laughs> I've had a lean on Vikings laying three and after the Bears. I completely agree. I mean, it, it's. I, I feel like Kirk Cousins is sort of this, this you know entity that you can solve that you can be like no this is a fade Kirk Cousins spot 
this is a buy Kirk Cousins spot. This is more of a fate of the Bears, which is what you're yeah. saying, which I'm completely fine with. But I do think that the Vikings are not a terrible football team. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a terrible quarterback. It's just much more of when everybody tries to buy into him, then I'm like, no, 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 no. Or when it looks like he's a world beater, then you're like, no, 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 man, you're done. For here, yeah, I agree. I have the Vikings winning this game big. At least I lean that way. So I am good with that one. I This is shocking to me that I had five like <laughs> lean leans and you're just like coming and firing on two of them. So go ahead with your third one. If you, if you hit three out of three, I don't even know what I'm going to do, but go ahead. All right. This is a third and this is a numbers play. All right. I don't love this, but Dallas Cowboys are catching three and a half points here. Dallas is, a, I'm a, I don't like the Elliott injury. It's making me a little skittish, but I think when you have home dogs late in the year, I think you got to take a long, hard look at them and kind of try to go, hmm, okay, what's the most logical thing that's going to happen? And I think Dallas is in a pretty good spot here, catching three and a half points at home. And look, San Francisco can run the football, okay? And I know people are saying Nick Mullins, and this is a team on the road. Why is Dallas a three-and-a-half-point dog to anybody at home in the NFC that's got a losing record like the 49ers? I'll take the three-and-a-half points here and take a three-point loss to forty to, to, to San Fran at home and cover on the hook. Dallas plus three-and-a-half. I have been on both sides of this game, Matt. Like, I, I, I can't get a feel for it. It strikes me as Dallas is okay so long as they're playing against a crappy defense. Right. And if they're playing against a decent defense— I don't trust that they're able to move the ball. The line is completely beat up. Andy Dalton is just nothing whatsoever. At the same time, San Francisco is nothing to write right. home about, as we saw. The What worries me a little bit is the, the fact that we've seen San Francisco look terrible and then come out the following week and look pretty decent. Now, they've got some injuries here. They've got no Debo Samuel. They may have no Raheem Mostert here. But I don't know, man. I, I get it. This is a week of home dogs, by the way, right? Yes. There are a ton of home dogs this week. Well, it's which... it's uh, there's only one game in the entire on the whole slate with two teams with winning records. Yeah, and you've got a lot of short favorites on the road. So yeah, yeah a lot of home dogs. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I I'll say this one. I don't even have a mild lean on it. So I don't. I don't even think I I would be talked into the backing Andy Dalton. I mean, it, you know, getting the hook is fine. The consensus line right now is three. So getting the hook. Certainly is meaningful, especially at home. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like I bet against the 49ers when I shouldn't. So it, it's something where I'd put it to the side and like okay. it would be like, all right, whatever. It, I don't have a strong feeling on it. So if we run out of picks, I'd be happy to go with it. But in the meantime, I think let's put it to the side for now. Let me list the couple of games that you're probably going to hate, but that okay. I have mild leans on, okay? This one, to me, Matt, seems like the most public play to the point where after this past week, the line seems like it is begging you, begging you, begging you to take the Browns against the Giants. Uh, four and a half, the Browns like four and a half to the Giants. I get that the Browns are beat up on defense. I get the fact that they just played a game that they poured their heart and soul into and lost. And so they're a little beat up. The Giants, meanwhile, coming off a terrible loss last week. But again, I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to play. If he does, it might even be better because he's so limited right now with the hamstring and the ankle. I The Giants defense is okay. The Browns have to keep winning, though, here to you know remain in the playoff. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, but to even have a chance at the division with how the Steelers are looking, it just feels like the Browns are going to, you know, at four and a half, the consensus line's up to six. 
I don't know. I, I feel like the Browns, but it feels like a public play to me. So what do you think of that? Well, it's a public play, but I'll tell you, the bag men showed up today in Vegas for the Browns. Mm-hmm. The Browns number rocketed here in Vegas, yep. four to six. Yep. Big, big movement. Why bag, bag, bags of money showed up on the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go with the professionals as to what they think is going to happen, where the large wages are coming in, it's coming in on Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind this play at, at all. And okay. I, I like that Giants defense up to a point. But I think Kevin Stefanski now has got enough weapons that he has that offense humming against anybody. You take away the pass, fine, we'll run down your throat. You want to stack the line, great. Baker's going over the top and he's got guys to pass the football to. I just think this team for the Browns is playing really well late. I think Stefanski is either the finalist or the coach of the year in the NFL. So I've got no problem back in the Browns here. Yeah, I've been so impressed with Stefanski. And I have, he was. I have some shares of coach of the year on him. It was 20 to 1. Again, it not coach of the year is kind of a fun bet, by the way, for futures bet. And maybe sure. we'll talk about that next year when we get into it about the type of things that you can look at. But he really has impressed me, even if I wasn't that impressed with the hire. Another thing here, which I mean, I it, it's not a huge deal in this type of game because the Browns don't have the Odell Beckham Jr. wide, you know, outside wide receiver at this point. But James Bradbury is I, I don't I don't remember if he actually tested positive or if he's close just, contact. He's a close contact, but I believe yeah. he's been ruled out for this game because even if you're on the list, you need to test yeah. negative for five days and they're not going to be enough or, or something like that. So he's out. So, I mean, that makes it easier probably for Richard Higgins, which doesn't really matter, but he's played great. He's had a great season this year and losing him on that uh, on the defensive backs, that's, that's a tough loss for that team. So for me, at four and a half, I, it feels public, but yeah, I mean, I, I just sometimes I also feel like, and again, maybe it's not that public given what you're saying, but Mm-hmm. To me, it just also kind of feels like it's okay to be public sometimes if you think. Yeah, it's the right I think bet. it's a no. I think actually the public will sh- will shy away from this game simply because I think there's some real public people that love the Giants. Really, the Giants, the, yeah, the Giants have been a pretty popular public play because I mean when you watch their defense, I think a lot of people, if you're going to bet on somebody, it's Washington and the New York Giants are the two mm-hmm. best teams. You know, when you watch them at least from week to week, and they've been cashing tickets. I mean, they, they, they won four games in a row, and, and people were coming in them with home, you know, with, with uh, you know, being plus money dogs. And so there there are some people in the public that do like the Giants and Daniel Jones, and it's just a New York football team, too. So you get a more high-profile, high, high profile, yeah. bigger market uh, side to it. So, and Cleveland is, kind of, people kind of laugh at them, right? That they, they expected Baker to fall on his face on Monday Night Football, and, and, and they expected... You know that the Browns not to rise up into that moment, and they put forty-two points up on the on the yeah. you know Baltimore Ravens. So yep. I, I'm 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 fine with backing the Browns there. Yeah, I really like this team, man. I really do. Like their running game is great. I think Baker yep. is playing really, really at a high level right now. It's they're fun to watch. So yeah, all right, I'm good with that. All right, so there's one. I have no idea how you're going to feel about this one, Matt. I, I really don't because you are a noted Bills. Hater, but you will back them at the right well, time. Well, I've already teased this game, so I'm already invested. So if you're taking the Bills, I'm not going to hate it. I actually wasn't. I was going to take the Broncos getting oh, six and a half. boy. In Denver. Now, I know. That's why I thought you were going to hate it uh, necessarily. So what have you teased it to? To what? A half? Pick. Oh, to a pick. Okay. I got it at six. And I what's your other tease? The, Bron- uh, the, the Packers down to two. Okay. I do so like that. Saturday two-leg teaser. 
coming down. I, I'm totally ripping this off from from Austin Gale from Pro Football, Pro Football Focus, who gave me who gave me on the air, who gave me that teaser, and I loved it and I tailed it. So yeah. I can't I can't take it as my own, but I have bet it. That's all right. Uh, to taking the the Bills to a pick and the and the Packers down to minus two. Yeah, and I do I do think that the Bills are going to win this game. Um, but in Denver, man, I, it 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 is something where six and a half. Again, I'd like it, of course, if it, it was at seven. Uh, but I I do feel like as much as you know, I don't like Drew Locke and I don't like Denver and they're so injured and the Bills are playing at such a high level. Again, the one thing I feel like even now, even we could say, and you might even be able to say it in that Pittsburgh game itself, is mm. that he's inconsistent and you don't know how it's going to come up. John Brown is out for this game, which again, they You know been... I hate Josh Allen. I can't I, know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm the captain of the Josh Allen. I can't right. stay. So I, I'm with you on, every, on everything you're saying. I'm with you. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about is like, what does Denver have going for it right now? I mean, yeah, what are, I, what's I, the what's the motivation? What's the angle? Who's playing for what? I mean, what are they getting up for? I mean, B- Buffalo is playing for everything right now. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, if you want to look at something, it is a nationally televised primetime game. I mean, well, I guess it's not primetime, right? Is it four thirty or whatever yeah. on, the, on the East Coast? But it's a nationally televised game that they're going to be playing a good, a, a very good team at home, chance to show something. And again, I think, you know, Buffalo is vulnerable. The Steelers couldn't take advantage of it yeah. because their offensive line can't get any push, but mm. they're very vulnerable against the run. And I think you're going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon, who is playing well and now is not going to be suspended because the hearing was pushed off to next week. Their defense isn't that great. But again, they have enough weapons to get by on the passing game. Noah Fant obviously didn't play last, or he played and then was removed because of the illness. Jerry Judy is good. Tim Patrick is really one of the more underrated players right now in the NFL. So it strikes me as a backdoor cover sort of game. And again, I can't stress enough, I don't love this game. Like, to yeah. the extent I liked any games, you know, we sort of picked them off. But it strikes me as a backdoor cover. I do think the Bills are going to win. So I do like your teaser. I may actually trail that as well. So that <laughs> it's, a good, is it's a good teaser. I like it oh, a lot. It's a good teaser. Yeah. It's, and it's one teaser. day. It's Saturday. So it gives you something on the Saturdays. Yeah. And it lets me kind of ignore, not really ignore, but I got my, I got a lot of money going on the Saturday college football games. So okay. I'm, I'm going to be much more invested in college. So just tease those two games and hopefully just cash it and walk away. All right. All <laughs> right. So let's put that game to the side. And let me get to my last one, which I, I can't imagine you're going to be okay with this, but because of the number. But the Rams laying 16 and a half to the Jets in L.A. The Rams are good. We we have known this now, Matt, for a while. And you bet them. Kudos yeah. to you. What did you bet them to win the division? Or uh, I bet them to, bring, to, to win the West when they were one game behind Seattle at plus 265. Okay. Yeah. They're a legitimate team. Kudos to, you know, I, I thought when Wade Phillips left on the defense, but Staley has really done a good job. Their defense is legitimate. Their mm. offense is good enough, and Cam Akers is good. The Jets have an, an okay run defense, actually, but I think Akers will be good enough. And if not, then I think Goff, that Jets don't get pressure. That's what messes up with Goff. I think he's going to be able to pick them apart with Woods and Cup. And the Jets are so abysmal that like a normal number where you look at 16 and a half points, yeah, that's value on the Jets. Right. I guess. No, it's not on the Rams. It's value on the Rams. Well, I mean, yeah, I, oh, I, so I'm you... with you. If, if you want to lay this, I'm okay. Yep. I, I've seen people that I respect say that they would lay this number up to 30. <laughs> that, that, that they wouldn't. And they're not even, they're not even kidding. Like they're, yeah. they're legitimately like they're going to run the ball. <laughs> And yeah. they're going to just run it and run it and run it and run it. And the game's going to be over very quickly. The Jets are not going to score anything. Yeah. And they'll probably turn the ball over two or three times. Yeah. And it's going to be like a 35 nothing win. Right. 
I it's very difficult. I mean, again, and you saw Seattle. Seattle like lives to play one score games. Like they right. do whatever they can to. Seattle, you know, won that game so ridiculously easy. I the Rams have you know there's blood in the water right now. Yeah. They are they are really rolling. They're gonna trying to put away that division. I, I don't know, man. It really strikes me as just a game where they're going to win by like 25 points. I don't think you can put a line high enough, to be quite honest. Where we're, right. I mean, like the, the whole deal, I talk about this on, on the Daily Juice a lot, but like, what is a line? A line is a number that the bookmakers put up so the professionals will take the dog. Right. Okay? That's what a line is. That's all it <laughs> yeah. is. Okay. They're trying to set a number there because the public's going to take a favorite always. They always take the favorite. So how, how high can I put the number up so we get the money coming in on the other side? And I don't know if they can set a number high enough to get the pros to come in here on the Jets. Yeah, and it's already moving up. It's already at 17 and a half. Just realistically, the Jets are one of these teams that you realistically cannot back no matter what under any circumstances. And yeah, occasionally they cover like and they they showed up against the Raiders that time where we had the Raiders laying seven and a half points. But with this, the defense is too strong, I think, for the Rams. Yeah. All right, we'll get it there. Let's go through then. That's it for me. Okay. I'm done. Do you have any others that you have leans on, or you want me to just start not going re- through? Not really. I, I, I mean, I, I think I have gone back and forth. I, I, t- I texted you before. I, I don't want to use it. I'm just making this a proclamation. It's going to be a bet that I'm making, but I'm yep. taking the Saints to beat the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. So ta- let's talk about that a little okay. bit. You're like, so the Saints are what getting two and a half from the Chiefs in KC, right? Which is an awful line, by the way. Which is not. Which I'm really mad at DraftKings for putting that line there. That's yeah. a joke because that line's going to close at three and a half. Right. So yeah. they put it at two and a half, thinking the money would come the other way. I don't know. They thought that Drew Brees was playing, and thus everyone would come crashing in on the Saints. So that's why they put it at two and a half. Yeah. But this line under three, it's not playable for us because of that reason. But yeah. I look. I think this Saints team is going to put together a type of performance that the Patriots had a couple of weeks ago against the Chargers where everybody was like, "Uh uh-oh, they're not going to be able to score, they can't do anything, and then Sean Payton comes up with a crazy game plan that takes advantages and and exploits everything that the KC Chief defense can't do. And they're coming off of an embarrassing loss to the Eagles, and the Chiefs are just treading water. I mean, they, much like the, like the Steelers, will benefit from a loss here before they go to the postseason. They need to figure things out, and they need to kind of get back and, and, and right the ship a little bit because I think everything is trending in the wrong direction for the Chiefs right now, and they don't have a killer instinct. They're bored. They're not playing tight or, or tough games for four quarters, and I think that could really burn them in the playoffs to come a fourth-quarter team that may be able to rise up and come back on them and knock them out. So I, I, think, that, I think they lose this game to the Saints on Sunday. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it. I, I don't know if I can get there. I mean, I, with two and a half, I can't get there. I know no. that. Like, yeah, I, no. we talked about that. And, uh. the, and the consensus line right now is at three. I, I like where your head is at with it. And we talk about it all the time. There is something missing with the Chiefs, right? I mean, even this last game against the Dolphins and you actually in, in one of the other contests, you had the Chiefs right over the Dolphins. Yes. What yep. was it? Seven, seven and a half? Uh, seven. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they, they could have put that game away pretty easily and before I mean, you... they, they threw three interceptions yeah. in that football game and they still could have covered and they didn't I know I mean yeah. it was just like I mean the, the that's why Tua and the Dolphins they did nothing in that with all those turnovers they should have won that game with all the turnovers I mean yeah. Chiefs were literally handing them the football game and they couldn't take it <laughs> yeah. if they do that with the Saints the Saints are taking it yeah yeah, I mean it I it's you're making good points. We're not going to put it in the contest, but I yeah. am thinking about how I will bet it generally speaking and 
Yeah, I was surprised that it was two and a half, uh, especially after the Saints lost to the Eagles. But yeah, it's an interesting. It's interesting. I'll take a closer look, but not I'm, for this. I'm, I'm going to watch the. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to watch the public bet yep. against it, and I'll take. Uh, I'll sprinkle on the money line, but I'll take as many points as you want to give me here on the Saints, and I'm hoping to get over three, three and a half to four, whatever it might be. And then, you know, look, if it got really stupid, it won't get there. But it yeah. ever got to like six, then fine. I would tease it down and I would take the Chiefs. Sure. But but I, I think this is a game where you may need some Patrick Mahomes magic coming back late, trying to drive this team down the field to win a football game. And I don't know if you can do that against the Saints. Interesting. All right. Well, I, I like where your head is at. I, I don't have, you know, the intestinal fortitude to bet against Patrick <laughs> Mahomes at this moment, but I get it. All right. Let's get to some of the other games here. What do you think about the Packers are laying eight and a half to the Panthers in Green Bay? I know you've Saturday already game. teased it down. Yeah, Saturday yep. game. I don't like the number being over seven there. I yep. think they win the football game. I think they'll win it by seven. Uh, it, it's it's just it's a number for me. I, I I don't like that number. I don't think it's a blowout victory, but I do think they win the game by seven. Yeah, I agree. I you know I it's not. Bridgewater, generally speaking, if you're giving Bridgewater a big line, I'm always I always like yeah. him as the possibility to cover, but I'm not backing the Panthers. No, he's this. Teddy covers, man. That's what he does. He, he, I know he just he covers big lines like crazy because he throws the football around. But they're not. I mean, DJ Moore is out of this game. No, he's gonna, in. Oh, he is in. He's in. He's in. Uh, yep. OK, they're expecting so they're, him to play. So that that's also something where that's big. But, yeah. Yeah, he's back, so he's going to be in the game. But still, there's no Christian McCaffrey. He's right. out. You know, Mike Davis has been a, a fine film. But the the problem with the Packers is I feel like the Packers could just as easily win a game by 40 as they could keep it really close sure. at this point, right? So I, it's hard ever for me to basically be like, well, there's value. You know, Teddy's going to cover because I really just I don't have a good sense of when Aaron Rodgers is just going to be like, mm, this is kind of an FU game. I'm putting up, you know, I'm throwing right. for five touchdown passes. So. I'd leave it alone. How do you feel about the Bucks laying five and a half to the Falcons in Atlanta? It's your magic Peraltaism, so I don't know yeah. if you prefer the Falcons or if you just don't like either side. It, it's a no play, but I mean, it's it's a game where the Peralt two team teaser that will happen on Sunday is eyeballing the Bucks big time. If it gets to six and I can tease it down, I will use it in a teaser. I think the Bucks will win the football game. I, I think the Atlanta love is going to calm down a little bit this week. But, I mean, you know, I got to see injuries. You know, Julio's playing, right? He's back? I don't think so, no. I he's think out? He's done. Well, I think he's, he hasn't been declared out. But, the coach, you know, they said basically earlier in the week that he is, quote, week to week. And when you're week to week in right. week 15, and he's not practicing. So, I bet he's going to be out, and I think you can bet it that way. Yeah, so if he's out, I think that I like I definitely I just like the Bucks to win the football game, but there is yeah. definitely something wrong with the Bucks. Yes, and their offense is is a is a problem. I think you know much like what I thought was going to happen. I thought they'd make the playoffs as a wild card team. I bet them to win ten games. I think they'll win ten games. They've mm-hmm. got eight. Need two more wins. You beat the Falcons twice, and you got the ten wins you need. They got the Lions next week as well, and I I just think that this. But when you look at how they scored. They got a lot of really good breaks in that football game last week that let it become a blowout. Yep. It wasn't so much their offense, you know, going yep. up there and throwing up a big number. I mean, that Gronk pass interference call at the end of the half. Yep. I mean, when have you seen that thing get called? Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody yep. gets that call. And they got it for, you know, a score late right before half and whatnot. So I'm still not sold that the that this team actually likes playing the, in this offense for Bruce Arians, but I am comfortable hearing them to win the football game. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't. And again, the Falcons are decent. You know, their defense is decent. They've been playing better. 
uh, uh, over the last several weeks. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's just kind of a stay away for me. What about yep. the Titans laying 10.5 to the Lions in Tennessee? It's just too much. I mean, yep. I, I, you know, 10.5 for this Titans team is just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I just can't do it. I, I think they win the game, obviously. And this is an, another game that I may look to tease as well. If I can get that thing down, you know, if I get it down yeah. closer to three, I, I'll be more comfortable teasing it and taking the Titans. But, yep. I mean, Stafford's playing, right? Nope. He's out for sure? Nope. He's not, not either one, not either one. We just but don't my, know. I, I, I am, when I'm considering it from a betting perspective and from a fantasy perspective, I'm assuming he's out. He hasn't practiced this week. They're going nowhere. He's banged up. I, I think it's going to be Chase Daniel. Well, I mean, then maybe I would consider it, but it's still double digits. So yeah. it's still, it's still a lot. But I mean, again, this would be definitely, if it is, if Stafford's out, I'll tease this for sure. This would be part of my teaser. But yeah, this is one realistically, I don't love it or anything like that. But right. I, I'm actually, well, I, I don't love it. If I had to pick a side, it probably would be the Titans. I mean, just you saw what they did. Derrick Henry is going to run for 200 yards in this probably. game. And it's yeah. just going to, they, they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do offensively. And it's just a matter of if Stafford is in, then I can see sort of the, you know, Stafford manages to have the backdoor covers and keep things close. If it's Chase Daniel, who barely throws the ball past <laughs> the line of scrimmage, I don't know. I, I'd almost feel okay with them laying even the 10 and a half. It's a big number. It's a yeah. big number. But I think I'd actually probably feel okay with it if it were Daniel. But anyway, let's go to the next one. Colts laying seven and a half to the Texans in Indianapolis. All right. So we know the Texans are done, right? I mean, after yes. last week, they, they, they're pretty much toast. Yep. The Colts will have a monster victory. I'm just a little concerned that they start believing their own press clippings in this game. And it's a divisional game. Yep. So over seven and a half is over seven is why I didn't like it. But I, I do think the Colts are going to beat the Texans here. And, and I do think I, I think it's it's a quick game. Run the football. Get out of there with a win. Don't worry about the margin. Yeah, I I agree with you. I It's not a game that I, I want to go near. And again, we saw it two weeks ago where we wound up being on the right side, even though we right. weren't on the like right a, side, yeah. which you right. knew because you yeah. didn't like that game. I talked <laughs> into it and then we went with it and we won. Yay. Even though we were clearly the wrong side. <laughs> I, I do think that the Texans are going to be able to keep this one close. I think the Colts are going to win for sure. But I do think the Texans over a touchdown. I just can't because Watson, the Colts defense is not strong enough to prevent Deshaun Watson from doing Deshaun Watson things, you know, yeah. especially if he's got Perhaps Brandon Cook's back, which it looks like he might. So it's a stay away from me. I agree. This one's interesting, though, Matt. How do you feel about Washington getting five and a half from the Seahawks in Washington? Alex Smith is out, right? We don't know. But if Alex Smith is out, I, I, I think about it both ways, Matt, because I do kind of have pretty different feelings on the game, depending right. on who's at quarterback. If Alex Smith is in, I kind of like Washington. If he's not, I kind of like Seattle. I know it's five and a half, but... Right. You know, is, when, is Gibson playing? No, Gibson's almost certainly not going to play. So if Gibson and Smith are out, yes, the other side, I'm totally comfortable taking the Seattle okay. Seahawks. Okay. Totally comfortable. So I, I might leave that one then on the side to say that one's going in. If And I, I think that's what's going to happen. Smith may play. He may play at this point because he's sort of trending up and everything like that. But that what's guy. What's with them in the first half, too, by the way? Is I don't really, know. See his numbers? Yeah. His numbers in the first half are horrible. And in yeah. the second half, you're like, I don't know what, what happens. But he just he just starts playing like Joe Montana in the second yeah. half. He's yeah. great. Yeah, I know. I, I love Alex. I mean, I think yeah. this whole story is amazing. And I've actually always liked him. I've always thought he was kind of an underrated QB. But. Yeah, this is this is one where if it is Haskins, and I feel pretty confident Whoa. Gibson's out. But if it's ha if it's Haskins and there's no Gibson, 
Yeah, this just strikes me. The defense is legitimate for Washington without question, but with that offense, even though it's a Peraltism, I would feel okay with doing it. Yeah, like, it's, I don't like it. I, I don't like playing it, but given the circumstances, I think the line would be much different. If Alex yeah. Smith gets ruled out, I don't think that line's five and a half. I think yeah. it's going to go over seven and most likely. Right now it's steady at five and a half. That's where yeah. it is. And and it's basically on the bet analyzer. It's split down the middle, which I, I think is fair. I think five and a half at this point, assuming that Smith does play, that's a pretty fair line. That, well, yeah, because the defense for Seattle is awful. Right. Well, it's, so. play, it's playing a little better uh, of late. It's playing a little better of late. Now that, you know, Adams is back healthy, it's playing a little better. But I agree. It's not it's not great. And Washington, I mean, the thing about Russell Wilson right now, who, you know, is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, don't get me wrong, he's taking a ton of sacks mm. at this point. He's making some, some poor decisions at time, which is like the anti-Russell Wilson. If you're right. going to give me that defense and the pressure they're going to get on Wilson— you know, he it's a little Carson Wentzy in the way mm-hmm. he's like holding the ball way too long, way too long, and then eventually he's just sacked. Then, you know, it's something where I think they might be able to keep the ball close. But again, the game close. But again, if it's Dwayne Haskins, forget it. Like I'm just mm. not going anywhere near it. How about the Ravens laying thirteen and a half to the Jaguars in Baltimore? I just th- talk about letdown spot, right? Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> you're you're asking for the Jags to come out and yeah. cover that line. And that is just a perfect there is just if you want to talk about the one double digit line where I'm comfortable taking the 13 and a half it's Jacksonville I I would be comfortable taking that plus 13 if you want a big dog on the card there's your big dog on the card hey you know what I'm gonna put that as a maybe actually just because again I as I you know Gardner Minshew is a fun guy but if it were um uh Glennon then I would be like, no, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like, I'm fine with the Ravens. It doesn't really matter to me. Now, they have, by the way, all these COVID issues where Hollywood Brown and Miles Boykin are on the COVID list. My understanding is that they're just close contacts, and they were designated as such early enough that they are, if they do test negative, they are going to play on Sunday. And to the extent that makes a difference, obviously, it doesn't really matter. The Jaguars are completely vulnerable to tight ends. It's going to be a huge game for Mark Andrews. But... I think Minshew is going to be able to put up points, man, because he's just going to go nuts and run around like a maniac and be able to sort of keep it close. He'll give me 13 and a half. Yeah, it's just a backdoor special. Yes. Uh, Just a backdoor special. We'll put it it as a maybe. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let's get to this one, Matt. It's really interesting. I've been on both sides of this game as I've worked through it and I've kind of dug into it for fantasy purposes. Cardinals laying six and a half to the Eagles in Arizona. This is really... Uh, every week there's a game I hate. Mm-hmm. This is the game that I hate. Because everything screams Cardinals here to me. You're talking about start number two for a rookie. You've got tape now on Jalen Hurts. You know what he looks to do. You know he doesn't throw the ball all that well down the field, but he likes to get you into passing situations and then run and pick up the first down. Cardinals defense is athletic. Buda Baker and company, they can run. They're fast. They can run you down. You can run the ball on them with a big physical offensive line. Eagles don't have that. You have to look at the receivers for the Eagles. They're okay. Miles Sanders had a monster game. You assume that the Cardinals are going to stack up to stop the run and not let him have a big game running the football and put it all on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. On the other side, you got a team and you got an offense that has not looked great over the last couple of weeks, but nice win on the road against the Giants last week. And Kyler Murray ran a bit more than I thought he was going to, picked up a couple of first downs. I mean, this screams Cardinals, but I feel like it's too public. I don't have it. I don't have the feel for it. I really don't. I mean, I like, I think Murray looks a little healthier 
lately. Yes. Like, right? Yeah. He does. He was running a little bit more. I think the Eagles are so decimated on defense. I think it's going to be an absolutely monstrous DeAndre Hopkins game. I think they're going to be able to score. I, I don't have a sense yet about Jalen Hurts and what they're going to be able to do to, you know, like, okay, now we've seen him. Now we know what this is. They designed a ton of runs for him, but he's incredibly athletic when he gets out of the pocket and things sort of start breaking down. Receivers have a way of getting open, which is good because the receivers for the Eagles are not particularly fast. And so you need something to be able to get them separation. So just a game where I, at one point, I talked myself into the Cardinals. Another point, I talked myself into the Eagles, which means I'm talking myself out of the game because I just don't have a good sense of it. So I, I think sort of I feel like you were if there's a game where I was just like, I've got nothing on this game. Yeah. It's not a game that I really want to touch. Because Doug Peterson's 19-3, and three, right, or something stupid like that with backup quarterbacks and not having Carson Wentz as the starter. Like, it's just he's a much better coach. He calls a better game. The guys respond better. So there's something to that. I think they hated Carson Wentz. They absolutely hate that guy's guts. <laughs> and so they're playing hard for Jalen Hurts. And I think there's something to be said for that. But cross country on the road, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I, yeah. I, I, I gun to my head, I'm taking the Cardinals. I just, I can't tell if Hurts was sort of a novelty right. or whether or not he's going to be able to have this sustained. So for fantasy purposes, as you'll see, like, I think he's a guy you can probably rely on because I think he's going to do enough with his legs to get out there, whether or not they're going to be enough to hang with the Cardinals, who I think are probably going to play better offensively given the uh, injuries to the Eagles and given the fact that Kyler Murray is generally getting healthier. I It's just, it's too tough for me. It's a stay away. Last one, Steelers laying 12 and a half to the Bengals in Cincinnati. You know, this is, <laughs> I... The line just is too heavy for yeah. me with this Steelers team right now just because of where Ben is and what the Steelers have looked like. I mean, they couldn't move the football the way that they should have against the Bills. I think something's wrong with Pittsburgh, to be quite honest. So if I had to if I had to bet it, I'd take the points. Yeah, I despise this game as well. There is something wrong with the Steelers for sure. I mean, they can't they can't run the ball, but part of that is the fact that they have Absolutely, their offensive line gets zero push. Yeah, they can't. Ben is desperate to not get sacked, so that every throw. Do you think comes, he's hurt? I think that Ben. How old is Ben? Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Yeah. However old Ben is, thirty-eight, I, I believe. Yeah, Ben is old and has taken a beating in his his whole life. So I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think he's good enough to get out there, but I think that they are desperate to protect him. And the one so thing that the one thing that made was difference between Roethlisberger and Brady. Brady didn't lose the velocity on the football. Yeah. Brady always had the RPMs. He always could get the ball out fast. And that's what saved his bacon, right? You could those were lollipop throws against the Bills. Yeah. There was I, nothing I, behind those throws. I think the elbow injury that he suffered last year at his age probably took took the fastball away. Yeah. That's really what it is, right? And he's under throwing guys, right? Like you saw it, yeah. I think two weeks ago where, you know, James Washington had the cornerback beat and Ben just couldn't get it there. He couldn't get it there and they want to get the ball out. So this is I'm I'm definitely worried about the Steelers long term against the Bengals, which by the way, it might even be not that Brandon Allen is anything to write home about, but it might be Ryan Finley in this game where you're right. like, Oh my God, the defense is gonna destroy that team. But I don't know what no, I just don't want to do it. If you're telling me that I have to take the Steelers against anyone laying double digits, I'm just probably not doing it. At the same time, I can't go with the Bengals. They're just they're just abysmal. They're just yeah. a terrible football team and they're poorly coached. And you have called this forever, but it's just 
I can't back. How him. did Zach Taylor get that job? You you have you have been like banging that drum yeah. since I first met you. Because I Matt. covered the dude in college. Yeah, <laughs> I was you, I was there when he was at Nebraska. I was covering the Huskers, and at no point in time did I ever hear anyone say that like you know that Zach Taylor guy he'd be a good coach. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know Matt that now I'm remembering this as we're talking here? The first time I heard you mention that was when you were a guest. Last year on the Betting Pros NFL podcast, and we were talking about the Bengals, and you had this mini tirade yep. against Zach Taylor. That's it's so funny that it's just coming he's back. Just, to he's just awful. He's yeah. just he never should have gotten that job, and just because he had like he breathed the same air as Sean McVay, that was good enough for the Bengals. Oh, yeah. okay, thirty-six year old quarter, I mean, ex quarterback coach. Let's let's hire him as the head coach, and yeah. it's like. You know, look, he he got Joe Burrow, and that's a huge feather in his cap to have Joe Burrow. And so you're going to win games and look decent with Joe Burrow. But your real coaching acumen comes out when you don't have superstars. And look what the Bengals look like now. <laughs> and again, they, they I mean, look, their offensive line is terrible. But I mean, things like, you know, it's silly things like Giovanni Bernard. And maybe I am a little angry about this because of fantasy purposes and where I might have had him ranked. But the idea that Gio Bernard fumbles on the first play and then he's benched until yep. the second half. Like and then, you know, Travion Williams fumbles, but he gets back. It's just little things like that. Just I feel like, you know. It's tough. The season without Burrow, the season certainly gotten away from them. I can't back them, but I really don't want to back the Steelers. No. With double digits. All right. So here's where we are, Matt. We liked the Patriots getting two and a half from the Dolphins. We were both good with that. We liked the Vikings laying three and a half to the Bears. So those are two games we were both like, yeah, okay, we can lean that way. We kind of came around on the Browns laying four and a half to the Giants. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like the Rams laying 16 and a half to the Jets. We've got three other games that I think we were basically talking through. You like the Cowboys getting three and a half from the 49ers. We might like the Seahawks laying five and a half to the Washington football team if both Gibson and uh, Alex Smith are out. Yeah. And we kind of maybe could see ourselves taking the Jaguars getting 13 and a half points from the Ravens. Is that fair? We all oh, those? yeah. Okay. Yep. So which one you can you I'll let I'll let you take the fifth one here, Matt. Do you like the cow? Is that your favorite? The Cowboys plus three and a half or no, my, I, I would prefer if Smith and, and Gibson are out, I would prefer to take Seattle. That's going to be the game then. That's fine. Now, what if they're in? Do you prefer the Cowboys plus three and a half from the Niners or the Jaguars plus 13 and a half from the Ravens? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, and again, we're not locking ourselves in. Also, yeah, we I would say the, the Cowboys are. Know, uh, I, I think the Cowboys are more likely because they're at home and they're catching three and a half. And I like home dogs at plus three and a half. Okay, that's fine. Again, that's not a game. This is more of a in a slate where I am like, man, I don't really know. I, I've talked myself into both sides of that Cowboys 49ers game, so that's fine with me. Cowboys plus three and a half. Okay, so those are the unofficial picks here for our uh for the contest and for the week patriots getting two and a half from the dolphins vikings laying three and a half to the bears browns laying four and a half to the giants rams laying 16 and a half to the jets and the cowboys getting three and a half from the 49ers so all right that's a good mix i as usual matt once we talk it through i like the bets a little bit better than i did coming through which is why this podcast is good just for us Yep. But again, we do have a bye week left. So unless we feel, you know, comfortable, we we may take it this week or we may punt this week. Even if we don't take it this week and our contest ends for purposes of, of you know, our picks in it, we'll still be back every week. We'll hmm. be back week 17 talking about it. We'll be back. We got to bet it, man. We got to bet it. We got to bet it. We got to <laughs> bet it. We don't do it for the contest. We actually, you know, do the betting. So we're there. Uh, all right. Excellent. As always, 
please tune into the Daily Juice. My goodness. I mean, the Daily Juice podcast, the best. How many people in the Discord channel now, Matt? I always like to talk about it. In, in, the, in, in, in totality? Yeah. Do you have any idea? Yeah, there's 1,800 people who are signed up for the Discord chat. Uh, that we started a month and a half ago, and in, in, in on a given day, on a given like prime time Thursday night, Monday night game, we'll have over 250 people in there. It is talking. the Batman watching that. I'm telling you, I I'm in there sometimes. I'm not because I'm doing a lot of fantasy, but watching that Ravens game, the end fun. of that game with everybody in the Discord. Oh my god, it's yeah. just fun. Bettingpros.com/slash/chat. It's so fun just to be with other people who have action on a game who are talking about it. It's a great. It's a virtual community. bar. I mean, yeah, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's a virtual bar. It's so fun. Totally free. You don't have to be a subscriber. Just go bettingpros.com yeah. slash chat. Sign up. It's a ton of fun to do. And Matt's in there all the time. And again, Matt, you sometimes give plays in yeah, there as so well. Yeah, I, so I, I drop a lot of plays. I'll, I'll When I add things, if I add a prop or if I add something officially for the Daily Juice, because we track the bets on the Daily Juice. So if I officially put something in play, I, I, I hit at everyone and everybody sees it. So like yep. I put that teaser that we talked about, the Saturday football teaser for, yep. for the Packers and the, and the Bills, went, in, went into the Discord chat. No one's heard on the podcast yet, but if you're on the Discord chat, you got that well before everybody else. Yes, absolutely. It's a great place. And and P.S., as soon as the football season is over, probably going to take a couple of days to catch my breath the regular season. But then my baseball projection starts. So that's going to be a lot of fun because it's going to be a talking about a lot of win totals. We'll drop it all mm. on the Discord channel. Matt and I will still talk about it, I'm sure. We'll do all that good stuff. Anyway, for now, thanks for tuning in. You've got our bets. I will tweet them out on Saturday as to what exactly we are doing and our favorite plays. But until then, have an excellent couple of games. You're listening to this after the game, but I hope you enjoyed this crazy Raiders-Chargers game that's about <laughs> to happen. And we will talk to you here on the same podcast channel next week. 